I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Welcome to Off Court with the McGowans, powered by Husker Online. Nebraska basketball players Trey and Bryce McGowans give you an inside look at the program and much more. Off Court is brought to you by Tavern 180 and Tanner's Bar and Grill in Lincoln. Hello and welcome again to another edition of Off Court. Sean Callahan, Robin Washett, Trey and Bryce McGowans, as you heard, were brought to you by our proud sponsors, Tanner's Bar and Grill and Tavern 180 in Lincoln, both on 30th and Yankee Hill. If um, you're looking for a place to watch the games, uh, go before the game, after the game, go into Tanner Sports Bar and Grill, 30th and Yankee Hill. Uh, that's where Bryce and Trey, Nebraska basketball, they, they got some Tanners to go watch the Husker and Michigan State game at Coach Abdelmasse's house. Try Tavern 180 as well. They've got brunch now on the weekends starting at 10 a.m. Outstanding food service. Uh, both proud supporters of Trey and Bryce McGowns. And I'm, I'm laughing here because we got a lot going on in the studio. We got Bill Hooks. Day. We got Bill Hooks in here, our, our, our good friend of the program and sponsor from Slim Chickens. Um, but it, we're getting on opening night. We got Big Ten Media Days, and we've got a couple of hairstylists in studio <laughs> doing yeah, yeah. Get, getting Trey right for, getting, for Friday night. And it, I mean, this is this is how the sausage gets made. I mean, give us a rundown. Well, what do you got going on over in this corner, Trey? Two strand twist on the way. <laughs> two strand twist. Yeah. So he's got he's got two two fine young ladies helping out getting his hair ready for Friday night, Big Ten Media Day next week. So we'll start it off. That's that's the news of the week. We're taping this on Wednesday, but when this show drops, it'll be Friday morning, and Friday night is opening night. You get the official debut for Bryce, the return in front of fans for the first time at PBA. Trey, I'll let you start. Just I know you've talked a lot about this, but just being able to be in front of fans and hear people cheer for you and all that stuff for the first time. Uh, I guess what what how excited are you for 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 this event? Um, I'm, it was, it's really um, I'm super excited because um, just Coach Adam Massey, um telling me about the fans um, during the whole recruitment process. Um, I mean, that, that was the main reason um, why I came. Um, just watching a lot of film, seeing PBA packed, and really before winning. And just, I'm super excited. I feel like um, the team, as well as um, me, we're just going to turn it up this season. Absolutely. And, and Bryce, I know that you guys had your first workout in PBA last week, uh, and that was your first time actually seeing the court. At Pinnacle Bank Arena, right? Right, yes, sir. Yeah, so I guess what what was your impression? I mean, I know it was empty and it was just a practice, but, I mean, you actually got to see the home court in its, in its full effect, I guess, minus the fans. Uh, well, you know, walk, walking from the locker room to the court, uh, it kind of gave me chills mm-hmm. uh, just knowing that, you know, I'll be playing in, uh, you know, hopefully a packed-out arena every night and, you know, just competing. So uh, just being able to touch the floor uh, for the first time, uh, it was amazing. And then this will be your debut. I mean, fans have not seen you in a Nebraska uniform in person yet. Right. Uh, I guess what, what uh, emotions are you gearing up for, for, for your, your first introduction to the Nebraska fan base? Um, personally, I, well, I really don't know what to expect, you know. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, as Trey said, um, you know, Coach Matt, 
um, you know, during the recruitment process, um, you know, he was just telling us about how, you know, great the fans are and how much uh, love and support and pride they put in this university. So, you know, just, just being able uh, to step out there in front of um, people again is it's going to be fun. So this, this deal is obviously the, the kickstart for the fan base for the season, but you guys are already underway. Uh, Tuesday was your first official practice uh, with, you know, full staff, and basically uh, the, the season is now underway for you guys. I guess how, how have these first few days of, of real full practices been and uh, just, just early impressions of the work you guys have got in so far? Um, they've been real energetic. Um, you know, we, we've been, you know, detail has been a main thing uh, this, this, you know, well, this week, I would say, you know, just continuing to build uh, every day, uh, learn new things every day, and just, you know, stay, stay competitive and competing. Trade is the intensity pickup at yeah, all? I that, mean, yeah, the most, fact that you got the whole mm-hmm. staff out there, uh, there's no four-hour limit or whatever. I mean, this is this is full-go uh, in-season practices now. I'm, I'm sure the, the – the, just the heat is kind of getting turned up a little bit for you guys. Yeah, um, it's most definitely um, a different sense of urgency for sure. Um, and then really for me, um, I pride myself in just staying in the gym. So um, really just trying to cut back with outside workouts, mm-hmm. um, considering the time with the team going from four hours to 20 hours a week. Mm-hmm. Um, so big thing is really just taking care of your body, um, getting extra work with Coach Kurt. Well, RJ, um, so we're prepped for the season in um, March, April. So um, play in March Madness. So what is that that balance like? I mean, you mentioned going from four hours to 20 hours a week. That's a lot more on your guys' plate, on top of school, on top of all the other stuff like this that you're doing. I mean, uh, how do you guys just maintain the balance between making sure you get everything you need to get done in the classroom, on the court, all that stuff, while also not just overwhelming yourself before the season even gets started? Um, well, what I kind of like about um, coach, how Coach Horbert kind of has everything set up is um, like early morning practice. So, I mean, the latest we'll be out the gym is 1130. Mm-hmm. And that's even with getting shots up after practice, lift, um, all your treatment. So you really have um, the whole day to kind of do whatever you need to do um, as well as get work done and then come in for an extra workout if you choose. So, um, I mean, Coach Hoiberg definitely makes it easy for sure. Bryce, I know this is just first week of it, but I mean, has it been kind of not overwhelming, but something you're like, whoa, this this is a a lot to do each and every day. I mean, just just with all the stuff that you got going on now, that that practices have have kind of taken up more of your time this week. Uh, I would say, I mean, a little bit, but like the main thing for me is just being able to take care of my body. Uh, you know, I had a few aches and you know pains this week. You know, just you know ramping it up. So you know, just you know getting working. With uh, Coach Kurt and, you know, getting uh, looked at by RJ and getting the right treatment just to keep my body up and, you know, keep me up. Sure. So that's that's really just been the main thing. Sure. Now, Trey, uh, next week you got uh, an even busier <laughs> schedule because you're going out to Indianapolis for Big Ten Media Day along with Alonzo Verge and, and Coach Hoiberg. Uh, I know you already got your suit from Gary Michaels, proud sponsor of the show. Uh do you want to give any any hints on what the look, the fit is going to look like uh, for for Indy? I don't really know how to say the color, but it's like a taupe. I want okay. to say okay. is that the color? Sure. Um, it's like a taupe <laughs> taupe brown. Um, but I mean, I'm just super excited. Um, I went to ACC my last year at Pittsburgh, so um, I mean. But we kind of went in sweatpants, so, I mean, a suit is definitely mm. different. But yeah, it's, it's a big, all, it's yeah, big time now. Yeah, it's always <laughs> good to add a suit. Um, so, I mean, my, my granddad will be 
happy even trying to get me to wear a suit my whole <laughs> Absolutely. life. Absolutely. First time you ever worn a suit? Um, nah. Um, hey, you you have a custom. Yeah, suit. I, I got a custom suit while I was at Pittsburgh. But I mean, every time I do something well, my my granddad. He'd be like, what you want? I'd be like, can I get a pair of shoes? He'd be like, nah, I'll get you a suit, though. Like, you nah, go. you keep, <laughs> you keep What are you, a 42, 42 reg? Um, 44. Probably 42. 44. 44. Yeah, 44. So, I mean, do you have – I mean, obviously, you kind of have an idea of what to expect with mm-hmm. this deal. A lot of questions just of all over the stuff, probably stuff you've been talking about for the last six months. Mm-hmm. But uh, I guess just kind of walk us through the, the student-athlete experience of, of Media Day. I mean, you're jumping from room to room, yeah. doing radio, doing TV, B- Big Ten Network stuff, uh, stuff with guys like me, uh, photo sessions, social media stuff. I mean, it's it's a full full day for you guys, right? Yeah, most definitely. Um, I mean, really just get on the plane. Um, probably check into your hotel, um, things like that. I'm not sure if we'll do anything the first mm-hmm. day we get there because um, I'm not sure what time we'll get You leave there. when? Wednesday? The day before. Yeah, so yeah. Wednesday the 6th, October 6th. Yeah, so we'll probably um, – when, when does it start, the 7th? Yeah, you guys are on the 7th. Yeah, it's so two days, it's the 7th and 8th, and you're in the first group on the 7th. St. Elmo's. They better be going to St. Elmo's. I'm going to St. Elmo's. What's that? The best steakhouse in Indianapolis. Make Fred take you to. He'll Saint take Elmo's. you. He's yeah. probably. I bet Fred has been to St. Elmo's like thirty oh, times. He knows. They got lobster. And he played in Indy. Oh, they got everything. He played like a block away from that restaurant. So yeah. He's, so it's, oh, coach, yeah. we heard all about St. Elmo's. They got Elmo's. shrimp, and it's they have this cocktail sauce that just punches you right in your sinuses. It's yeah. delicious. I just, I just, I just like my shrimp. No <laughs> well, they got sauce. good shrimp. Yeah, 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 no, I'm excited. Though. All right. Well, you know, I guess the last bit of uh, news here is you know you guys got a huge recruiting weekend mm-hmm. and. I don't know exactly what you're allowed to talk about, but as far as your guys' roles when hosting a big visit group, I know you guys have done this before, like over the summer, but mm-hmm. you know, with an, with an event like this, how much responsibility do you guys have as far as being player hosts and showing guys around and, and helping give them the full experience of, of what Nebraska basketball is all about? Um, I mean, really um, just tell them the truth. Um, honestly, um, a lot of times, um, I mean, the players, coaches, um, many schools, not here, um, they, 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 they lie um, basically to try to get a player there. Um, and then when they get there, it's totally different. Um, so they struggle. That's why a lot of people transfer, honestly. So, I mean, just, just keeping it real. And then, I mean, the players are going to see. Um, a lot of times when we get recruits, we just keep them around the team. Just a lot of genuine mm-hmm. um Love genuine energy, and that, that's something I feel really attracts players. And I feel like, I mean, hopefully, hopefully we can get who who we want wanted <laughs> yeah. to get this week um, on the show next week, and, and we'll really talk about that. But um, really, just a lot of keep keeping it a hundred. Um, and I mean, I, I honestly think that just goes a long way. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. All right, we have a full show. On tap, um, who is joining us, by the way, um, Trey and Bryce? We've got, obviously, Bill Hooks um, mm-hmm. from Slim Chickens in studio going to sit down with us here in our next segment. Um, but who else you got coming on today? We got Eduardo Andre. And my mother. Yeah. Pamela McGowan's. Mama McGowan's. Mama McGowan's. Coach McGowan's. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, we got a great show on tap here. You're listening to Off Court with Trey and Bryce McGowan's. Hi, it's Sean Callahan with Husker Online. We all have smartphones, and we all know they're pretty amazing, but they also can be amazingly distracting, especially when we're around other people. So U.S. Cellular wants us to reset our relationship with our phones by putting down our phones for five. That's right. A company that sells phones wants us to put down our phones and see what we find. 
Learn more at uscellular.com slash built for us. You're listening to Off Court with the McGowans, brought to you by Tavern 180 and Tanner's Bar and Grill in Lincoln. And welcome back here to Off Court. Sean Callahan, Robin Washett, Trey, and Bryce McGowans. As you heard, we're brought to you by Tanner's Sports Bar and Grill and Tavern 180, proud title sponsors here of the program, but we also have several other uh, segment sponsors and uh, got the chance now to bring in one of our great segment sponsors here, Bill Hooks, um, local sports talk host here in Lincoln on ESPN 1480, as well as the owner of Slim Chickens, a proud sponsor, a very popular spot uh, for the Nebraska basketball team now. Bill, it's great to have you in uh, with Robin and Trey and Bryce. Yeah, I appreciate you guys having me. It's uh, it's always an honor uh to get up and do stuff like this and support the program and, and these guys. And I've got a chance to hang out with them and see them in the restaurant and stuff. And uh, you can ask for a couple better young men than, than I've got a chance to meet. Well, before we get into it, you've got two locations in Lincoln. Give us a quick just rundown of Slim Chickens and what you guys got going on. Yeah, so we got two locations, 16th and Pine Lake and then 85th and Old Cheney. So it's one right by the Dunkin' Donuts across from Lincoln Christian, one down by Southwest High School. Oh, man, it's a plethora of chicken and wings and uh, chicken and waffles. I know that's a favorite of my guys beside me over here. And then uh, I know that, like, so we have combos, too, five and five, three and three, wraps, salads, uh, and all kinds of sauces, man. All right, what are you going with, Trey? It was chicken and waffles every time. With the, and then I get a um, frozen cheese on my phone. Thank it, My um, order was chicken and waffles, um, and then I get a frozen cheesecake. And then usually I get a milkshake as well. Um, <laughs> Things you can do when you're a 21-year-old yeah. basketball player. But, I mean, I, try, I tried the five and five, I want to say, two weeks ago. And, I mean, I get that every time. Life-changing. Huh? Life-changing. I get the um, – you get the tenders, um, two pieces of bread, um, mm-hmm. fries, and then I get the honey barbecue wings. Mm-hmm. So that, that's definitely – Do you list the calories food. on the menu there, Bill? Yeah, there's like a, a uh, range. There's a yeah. range depending on what you get. It's just a rough. But at their estimate. age, it yeah. doesn't even yeah. count. It doesn't even matter. Yeah, yeah. The, the, especially with um, everything kind of kicking up to 20 hours. Oh, yeah. Coach, um, they need all the calories they can eat. Coach talked to us about um, eating. So, yeah, the yeah. order. The order. What about you, Bryce? What's Definitely your go-to? Chicken and waffles every time. Every time. So you time. haven't got on the five and five yet. No, I haven't. I haven't. Not yet. We're gonna get them. We're gonna get them. <laughs> Well, Bill's a big fan of Nebraska basketball. I'm sure, Bill, you got a few questions for these guys. Bring it. Yeah, I you know I was uh, listening to you know earlier, and I was I've talked to Trey about this a little bit. You guys are going to have fans out there, right? Yeah. I'm always interested in because I go to like 95 percent of the games with my 10 year old, right. and it's always interesting in PBA because PBA is going to bring the electricity night in and night out. But there's moments where they don't. Are you guys in the camp of um, trying to get the crowd going at moments? like raising the roof, you know, whatever the sign is. Yeah, I would say, but, you know, mostly just feed off each other. You know, if the crowd's not going, we got to, you know, build it within ourselves and, you know, the team. So, but hopefully, you know, the crowd rocking every night. Mine's definitely going to be there. Um, I'm, I'm going to use my defense. Um, that's kind of um, the staple I want to set, like, as my role on this team. And I feel like that that's, that's going to be the X factor for the year, just – my defense and leadership, um, and then, I mean, get a quick steal, transition, three, maybe Kase get a three, Bryce, Bryce get a dunk, gets a dunk off um, a steal or something like that, then I feel like that, that'll definitely get PBA rocking, probably start clapping, sm- smack the floor, 
That, that, that's that's kind of what I'm, I'm envisioning. Bill, I, I want to get your take on this because you kind of are the crossover. You're you're a diehard fan, but you're also kind of in the media, so you mm-hmm. get you get a little bit of both worlds. Uh, what's been your take on the excitement level around this particular season? I, mean, I know we've we've had years in the past where people are jacked up for Nebraska. I mean, coming off the tournament year, I remember the excitement was really high, but it seems like it's a little different this year just when it comes to not only excitement, but almost expectations. I mean, the, the bar is quickly being raised uh, for these guys, and I know they embrace it, but uh, have you noticed that as well from the fans, not only just from the, the media side, but from people you talk to that also go to games? Yeah, absolutely. I think the couple of things when I look at it, I think the expectation, obviously Nebraska fans want to win every night, right? The expectations are so high. But I think that started, one, when Coach Hoiberg got here, right? And they saw what he did before. And then also, when you get ranked in the top 20 of any kind of re- recruiting ranking class, right, and then you see a five-star come in, <laughs> it goes through the roof automatically, right? Like that, it's ultimately like that. And then you look at the roster, four, what, 14 scholarship players, right? Mm-hmm. And it looks like a Big Ten roster. We talk about that a lot. Like, mm-hmm. what does the roster have to look like to play in the Big Ten? Yeah. And I think, you, I think it's there right now. I know also, too, just the, the, the personalities they have on this team. And the fans, once they actually get a chance to see these guys, they're going to love them. I mean, just, I mean, obviously, these two, they, they've already probably gotten to know them pretty well. But, you know, when you see CJ out there, you mm-hmm. know, getting people fired up, and then obviously Casey, I mean, people are going to love him instantly. But just down the list, there's a lot of, I think, easy to root for guys on this team that as fans continue to get to know them, uh, they're they're really gonna enjoy this team even more. I know when you were up here, I think the first time you brought chicken up here, uh, one of the things that struck me was when you had your 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 son up here and mm-hmm. a couple of his buddies. I mean, like uh, Bryce and Trey, they walk in the door and they don't even like think twice about. It. They go and say what's up to the kids, start talking to them about their their baseball games and stuff like that. Just maybe get, give a little perspective on what that means when you have players that appreciate the fans and kind of take time to acknowledge just the support they have around the program. Look, I, th- that's huge. I think that's probably as big to build the program and the culture more than anything because my son, my 10-year-old, and you guys got a chance to meet him, uh, he is a fan that is – it doesn't matter win or lose. It's not till tr- like all zeros on the clock until he walks out. But even more impressive is he stays around most nights unless it's like a late weekday game, got to go to school, get stuff done. But the, the fact that when the players come out, even after loss, like last year, even after losses – that these players still come out and sign and say hi or, or d- just whatever to take that time, um, that's building fans forever. Yeah. And- I, I mean, because I can tell you, because I'll tell a story about Trey because uh, last Tuesday he hit me up and we met up at Slim's. And um, something unique about learning about these guys is we had a big catering, right, Trey? We had a bunch of boxes and mm-hmm. stuff. Like sit, sit on a shelf and my son's there. He's carrying them. All of a sudden I got Trey loading up a Slim's truck. <laughs> just loading up like boxes. just helping out man i'm like and my son was like blown away by that as we were driving to take this food places so just things like that and like anytime i'm around the the, the team or the program or whatever he's like can i go can i go so i think that's that's huge where does that where does that come from for you guys i mean it's like it like it's just instinctual he doesn't seem like you think about doing stuff like that like you just naturally kind of uh, embrace fans and are just there to you know kind of be a, a normal person as opposed to looking at yourself as you know some some celebrity that's you know higher uh, on a higher perch than everybody else. I would say that uh, my parents, you know, they raise us to uh, you know be respectful because uh, we we you know we we know that you know younger kids uh, they really look up to us. So just being respectful and you know just always 
you know, uh, I would say just being nice because, you know, mm -hmm. one day they could be in our shoes and we don't want them to be, you know, I don't want to yeah. say, you know, bubbles yeah, 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 or yeah, whatever. Yeah. And just grow up and treat the same uh, people the same way we treat them. Um, I would just say, um, I mean, our dad, like, he coached mm -hmm. um, high school basketball, so. I feel like they like his his players were our celebrities basically, and then just really just seeing how they um, kind of took us in as a family, um, treated us like we were one of them. Um, whether it was us um, in the huddles with them or just riding a bus from game to game, um, at practices every day, mm -hmm. um, just yeah, like in locker rooms, just everything. Um, just I feel like it's it's really just contagious, and I feel like. It, it is really contagious um, throughout the team, honestly. Yeah, and I mean, like, you guys, you, you were you grew up fans just like everybody mm -hmm. else, sure. and you, you looked up to players. And I know you guys got to interact with a lot of mm -hmm. players, too. And I'm sure experiences where they were cool to you, that stuck with you. Do you think that that kind of is in the back of your mind a little bit that, uh, you know, like Bill said, that's, that's stuff that his 10-year-old is going to remember for the rest of his life, just a little casual thing that might not seem like a big deal to you, but, you know, obviously it has a lasting impact when, when you're the one that's the, the player getting looked up to. No, most definitely, um, especially, like, just the thing when we were young, maybe sometimes we were um, shy to kind of speak to um, people like we kind of look up to. Um, so just really just understanding that, um, going out our way, just to introduce ourselves, because um, I mean, looking back, I wish I would have um, walked up to um, some people yeah. um, like back when I was younger. So, Bill, you're going Friday night, right? I'll be there. Okay, so uh, for for anybody else that goes, and if there's, I don't know what the opportunities are to to interact with you guys with if there's any COVID or stuff like that. But if there's a chance, I highly recommend come up and say hi to these guys. They're the two of the nicest dudes and the rest of the team. I mean, the entire team is like that too. So you got kids, just don't hesitate. Go bring them up, shake hands, autograph, talk to them and all that stuff. But Bill, as a fan, what are you most looking forward to seeing Friday night when you actually get your first chance to see these guys play basketball? You know, it's going to be fun. It's going to be interesting to see it because all the fans, right? All the fans being there. And then I'm interested to see the faces when you guys walk out. Because mm -hmm. all the hype behind what how it's going. Because I'm sure there's going to be a big intro, mm -hmm. big introduction, like it was, you know, when like, the other day, uh, you when Rick Ross came to town, right? Had it all going, and uh, I think that's going to be awesome to see you guys' faces. Because I think it's going to bring you back to a, a childhood memory for sure. I'm, I'm excited to see that. Yes, sir. Well, hey, this has been really fun, Bill. We appreciate you coming in. We're going to have to do this again. Um, number one, I know that everyone's a big fan of the food, but number two, we're a big fan of you as well. And <laughs> and having you come in, um, this was a lot of fun uh, having you come in and cut it up with us. So appreciate it. Awesome. Thank you, guys. Well, thanks again to our segment sponsor here, Slim Chickens. Two locations in Lincoln, uh, right by Costco and Lincoln Southwest on 14th and Pine Lake or out east uh, near Lincoln Christian High School on 84th and Old Cheney. Visit both of those Slim Chicken locations. Proud sponsor here of Off Court with Trey and Bryce McGowns. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not and, as uh, simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. You're listening to Off Court with the McGowans, brought to you by Tavern 180 and Tanner's Bar and Grill in Lincoln. And welcome back here to Off Court with Trey and Bryce McGowans, Sean Callahan, Robin Washett, 
Trey and Bryce McGowns, as you heard, were title sponsored by Tanner's Bar and Grill and Tavern 180 here in Lincoln. Check out both spots, great locations. But this segment of the show brought to you by Gary Michaels Clothiers in Lincoln. Um, and Trey, you just got out of Gary Michaels this week. You got, you got all set up. What was that experience like for you going into a nice custom sports store like Gary Michaels? Um, it, it was great, honestly. Um, it was my first time in there. Um, I'm excited for Big Ten Media Day, so everybody can, everyone can see the suit. Mom kind of helped me. Um, I kinda, I was, she was kind of helping me out along the way. So yeah, was Alon? It was just you and Alonzo Verge. Yeah, yeah me, me and Zoe. Yeah. Did Verge go go to town or what? Um, yeah, and I mean, just just Zoe's personality. Um, he he might get a commercial. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's it should be exciting to see. Thank you again to Gary Michaels Clothiers, Fifty Six and Pine Lake. They're a segment sponsor here on the program. Let's bring in our next guest, uh, Pamela McGowns. Um, the mother of Trey and Bryce, the head uh, basketball coach at Wren High School in Piedmont, South Carolina. Uh, I should call you Mrs. McGowns, Coach McGowns. It's great to have you on the program. Um, we're looking forward to hearing your conversation here with Trey and Bryce. Thank you for having me. Well, hey, Pamela, this is uh, Robin Washington here, and I guess we'll start from the beginning. Can you just talk about what, what these these two guys were like as kids? I mean, obviously they – uh, seem to have uh, kind of come into their own a little bit here at Nebraska. But what, what were they like growing up? Uh, were, were they as easy to deal with uh, back then as, the, as they are right now? They were. They were kids, a lot of energy, rambunctious, you know, like to get outdoors and play and have a lot of fun. So <laughs> the normal things. But, yeah, they were they were a pleasure I, I gotta as ask. youngsters. <laughs> sure, sure. I, I got to ask you too about uh, you know they've talked about how they didn't play a lot of basketball against each other one on one because usually the games never finished. What what were those when they did happen? Those those one on one games between Bryce and Trey. What were those like? Just very competitive. You know, <laughs> just I want to win. Um, no one's going to show you're not going to show me up. I'm not going to you know I'm not going to allow you to show me up. That kind of thing. Uh, you know, boys playing basketball in the, in the yard so um very competitive <laughs> well uh ma you know uh what advice would you give uh mothers you know having you know children or kids that you know want to be you know high major athletes one day um i guess you know when i think of that you know a lot of times it's a dream um for for many athletes um, and that dream becomes a goal when you create the necessary habits um, and just develop the skill set you need to reach that goal. Um, I think, you know, when you all were younger and I heard that, it was, okay, that's great, but um, but I just feel like as parents we just kind of nurture, you know, the gift and um, allow you to, to, you know, grow in sport. Um, and then, of course, allow you to be kids and not to apply too much pressure. Let the things come come as they they will. Now, Pamela, I don't know if you saw, but Coach uh, Fred Hoiberg did a, a little media day press conference earlier this week, and you know he was asked about uh, Bryce. You know, with all the the hype and expectations, with with his celebrity as a you know five star recruit and all that, how how he would be able to handle all of the, that pressure and expectations set for him. And, and Coach Hoiberg went back to you, you guys, uh, as the parents for 
just building the the foundation and, and raising him the right way, both and, and Trey as well. Uh, I mean, I, I, I guess, did you see those comments? And I guess, what does that mean to you that, um, you know, clearly that the job you guys did as parents has um, had a pretty notable impact already on, on these guys in the, at the college level? Uh, well, yeah, so wow, just, you know, overwhelming, you know, and, and you know, flattered and all those things. But I think the, the biggest thing is that, um, you know, making sure our kids keep God first and, um, you know, be true them, to themselves in all things and, you know, don't, you know, don't get too high, don't get too low. Um, and just, you know, as children, just wanted them to be good people first and, um, you know, do things the right way. Uh, you know, be respect or you know, respectful of people, uh, and you know, that's kind of it. You know, nothing mm-hmm. special, other than you know, just prioritize things uh, in a way. And, and as parents, to hear that, you know, it, it makes you feel good. Them being that far away, that uh, what we, you know, shared with them and poured into them, that they are doing those things. So, um, as parents, we're, we're very thankful. Well, no, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So, I mean, the it's kind of a cool deal here. The fact that you know you have two brothers here that not are not only are teammates uh, at the college level, but you know are, are two prominent players on the team, and everybody knows who they are. You know, they they've already kind of etched their names around here. I guess you know I know you're uh, all the way on the the East Coast here, but what's it what's it been like for you to just kind of watch? this this transition where you know they're they're teammates together at nebraska i know they haven't played a game yet but uh it's got to be pretty special deal for for you guys to just see how far they've they've come already uh, here in lincoln oh yes for sure so we we just really enjoyed it you know of course we talked to them um weekly several times a week um and then just watching them you know social media helps us to see the things that are that are happening but mm-hmm. um, we're just very excited for them i think uh, things are going well, and, you know, we're excited about the team. And, um, of course, you know, just hearing the boys speak on, you know, what it's going to be like and the excitement and, and the, the goals that they have set um, that, you know, Coach Harburg has set and they have. And they're just, you know, the biggest thing is just being able to execute those things and, uh, you know, have fun, you know, and uh, enjoy enjoy this time. So, But it's, it's been, you know, fun uh, to watch. Hey, Ma, um, I'm going to talk to you a little bit about kind of the relationship. Um, I mean, Raina, um, me me and Bryce both proud of her. Um, Just just really watching her from a distance and seeing her grow, kind of like how kind of watch Bryce grow from a distance, me being at prep school, me being at um, college. Um, I mean, just talk about the difference between really the relationship between um, son and mom um, compared to mother-daughter and really just you being able to coach her and seeing her grow just day by day. Right. I guess the fact that I didn't coach you all <laughs> and I was mostly parent, I'm so sorry, <laughs> that I was mostly parent to you, you know, that you, to you all, but I, I feel like I still was able to, you know, share, you know, my knowledge of the game with you all um, with Raina, um, you know, she's a mom to her, counselor, you know, all the things, plus coach. So I think at times, um, you know, just being able to separate that. Um, but I think it's been fun. I think it's it's been, uh, 
you know, a challenge for both of us, um, just being able to, to separate it. Um, of course, when I'm, we're at practice and games, sometimes she sees me as mom and not always coach. Um, but we've, we've really been able to work through that. Um, so I think that's probably the biggest difference. But even when you all were growing up and, and the game, you know, one of the things that always talked about is when the game's over, let's leave it. Um, so that, you know, we aren't bringing a lot of that home. We address it, um, you know, immediately after the game, post-game, you know, conversation, and then we go back to being mother-daughter, you know, mother-son. So I think, you know, that's probably the biggest difference that, you know, other than her being in in school um, and me not teaching her, of course, that uh, other than that, we're we're together a, a lot. So... Um, that that's probably the biggest difference. I, you know, I didn't coach you guys, but I did. You know, I do Raina. I do coach her. So, um, but again, you know, always, you know, sharing tidbits to help her grow, not just in the game, just in the game, but um, as an individual. Um, and all three of you are very different in in ways, but you're also, uh, you know, similar because you know you you are siblings. Um, I think that all of you have that very competitive edge. Um, and, and she does too, and she wants to be the best that she can be. So, um, but again, the, the difference would probably be more that, you know, she's around me a little more because I do coach her, um, versus not coaching you all. Now, uh, you might have a different perspective cause you got the, the coach hat on here too, but, uh, I've, from what I've heard, Raina might be the best one of all the siblings <laughs> as far as basketball players. Now, does, does she have uh, that type of potential? Because I know these guys have, have been hyping her up a little bit. Yeah, she, she has a lot of potential. I think um, just like the boys, just growing in the game, um, I think she has you know a, a really good IQ of the game. Um, I think from being around us, you know, her dad and I's coaches and just kind of watching her brothers, um, I think she has a different – outlook on the game compared to most um she's she's you know a a team player she wants to get everyone involved sometimes as a parent or as a coach I should say you know you you want her to do more but I think she's playing within herself um and you know I think she's grown a lot even just after this past AAU season um but she she understands the game um continue you know continue to get better uh, offensively and defensively, um, and, and just like anything else, as we mature and in it, we, you know, we just get better. So, yeah, we're excited. Our dad and I are very excited um, about what will come, um, and just kind of enjoying the process. Um, she's being recruited now. Um, she has a couple of offers, um, but she's still working. So, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> and what we're excited for. Well, Coach McGowns, we really appreciate the time, and um, we're looking forward to hopefully getting a chance to, to meet you a lot this basketball season here. As we, Robin and I have enjoyed uh, sitting down with Trey and Bryce every week. I think we've done this 13 or 14 weeks in a row, and um, yeah. these guys have been great to work with, and you've raised two really, really good sons. Well, thank you, and we appreciate all that you all have done. Well, thank you, and uh, that wraps it up here with Pamela McGowns, the mother of Trey and Bryce, we come back. Eduardo Andre is going to join the studio. He might talk about some slim chickens as he's uh, got all the food back there by him. We double check to see if there's any left uh, when we get Eduardo on. You're listening here to Off Court with Trey and Bryce McGowns. 
You're a podcast listener, and this is a podcast ad. Reach great listeners like yourself with podcast advertising from Lips and Ads. Choose from hundreds of top podcasts offering host endorsements, or run a reproduced ad like this one across thousands of shows to reach your target audience with Lips and Ads. Go to lipsandads.com now. That's L I B S Y N ads.com. You're listening to Off Court with the McGowans, brought to you by Tavern 180 and Tanner's Bar and Grill in Lincoln. And we're back here on Off Court. It's been a great show. Lots of guests, lots of conversations, and we're going to keep the ball rolling here. As you heard, we're brought to you by Tanner's Bar and Grill and Tavern 180. Proud title sponsor here of Off Court with Trey and Bryce McGowans. The first NIL podcast launched nationally at midnight on July 1. Um, And we're proud that we've been on 14 straight weeks bringing you a show each week here, and uh, we're hitting the home stretch. This segment, though, of the program brought to you by A1 Automotive. If you've got mechanical issues, regular service, anything, A1 Automotive will take care of you. Uh, they're your downtown Lincoln mechanic, and they thrive in elite service. As Kendall and his team there, um, if you've got anything going on, they will take care of you. Bryce went in there a while back, got things figured out. Um, and uh, check them out here at their downtown location for any of your mechanical needs. Well, let's welcome into the program for a second time, Eduardo Andre. And, uh, Eduardo, I think you came up here just to have a meeting with Bill Hooks yeah. about opening a Slim Chicken. <laughs> business Dude. deals. Yeah, I mean, you, you, I mean, this is like a franchisee meeting. Um, and then we said, oh, well, you want to sit down and have a join us for the podcast as well? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Worked yeah. out. <laughs> yeah. So you, you've got your eye on your. I mean, obviously basketball is is here, but you you got some professional business aspirations as well. What, yeah. what, what do you got cooking up here? What, what's your goal? End game? Um, I definitely want to start my some businesses. You know, uh, obviously I was talking to Bill over here about uh, a couple of Slims franchises maybe over here. Um, I want to open some other restaurants and stores back home. Yeah. Where did that come from? What 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 sparked you to want to get into the the restaurant franchise? I like business? food. I like yeah. to eat. <laughs> Makes I sense. like going out. So yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I want to do. Uh, I want to have my own clothing line too. That's it. Yeah, I want to do a lot of stuff. Ooh. Mr. Yeah, Worldwide. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go. Uh, all right. Well, we talked with these guys about it in our opening headline segment. But, um, you know, when the show drops, it'll be Friday morning. And uh, that night is opening night. I know you played last year, but you didn't do it in front of fans. Nah, so this I is going to be your debut, the first time Nebraska basketball fans have seen Eduardo Andre in a Nebraska uniform in person. Uh, what are your feelings going into this event? Oh, I'm just going to go out there, try and have some fun, you know, just soak up the atmosphere, you know. Yeah, I think it'll be real real fun playing in front of fans. I ain't got to in a minute. So, yeah, I'm just going to try and go out there, just enjoy it. Yeah, I know you guys kind of got a couple sessions in at PBA. Bryce was saying just walking through the tunnel from the locker room, kind of got got some goosebumps going a little bit. I know you, you've done it before for an actual yeah. game, but to be back in the arena, walk through that tunnel again, see the court with all the lights, I mean, that kind of – uh, you know, flip the switch a little bit that uh, things are about to get for real. Yeah, it did turn it up a little bit. Yeah. What are uh, practices been like? I mean, obviously you've been having whole off season of workouts, but this week you started your official practices. Trey was saying that uh, you know the the intensity kind of gets dialed up a notch once you know they're, they're real practice. You got all the 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 coaches on there, and uh, have you mm-hmm. kind of sensed uh, a different sense of urgency within the team this week with uh, the official practices getting underway? Yeah, I feel like practice has definitely got a little more uh, competitive with everybody, a little more 
Can I cuss on here? No. I can? Yeah, we're not on a radio affiliate. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, a little more, like, a little more shit talking with everybody, yeah. you know, people talking trash and stuff. Um, I think that's that's the the one, like, main thing I've seen change from last year to this year. It's a lot more people going at each other. It's a lot more competitive in practice. It's a lot of fun. Well, we see the videos that, you know, the social media account for Nebraska basketball posts and it seems like Kobe is always the one talking. Yeah, talking? Kobe, <laughs> Kobe, yeah, Kobe always got like a little, yeah, he got he got a little chip on his shoulder. You know he's short, but now I'm just playing. Um, yeah, but now nah, Kobe, 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 dog, he just he's guarded every day. That's why I respect him. You know, he's he, he always turns everybody up. He he be he be turning me up most days. Like sometimes you know you got practice, you don't really want to practice, but yeah, Kobe always going to compete. Ed, Ed talking like he yeah I do I do I, it's Ed. I do I do I do I was gonna say I can't, I can't I can't help it it's just naturally I've always been a, a, a crap talker my whole yeah. life so you know it, I just talk crap I can't help it like what's your style I mean do, do you like just like are you like subtle jabs are you like a big loud talker or like what what's your approach it to it depends to on, trash talk it depends on the day some days I'm gonna just I'm I'm gonna be I'm gonna be a little more chill about it you know I'll be like hey, I'm gonna bust your ass today. <laughs> Oh yeah. The, the other day we were doing some rebounding. Jay said, "When y'all better box me out, I'm gonna get it." And then he he got it and then finished the layup or somewhere he got fouled or something. Yeah, like yeah, we was doing a little rebounding drill. I said, "You better box me out, you're gonna be in trouble." So you know, he I got just, the rebound. He kept going. Two seconds later, well, they didn't box. They didn't box me out, so I, I went and got it. He tried to tell you guys. I, I mean. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, and then and then I got a little running joke with all. He he keep telling me I can't block his shot, so you know I've been trying to get his. I got him one time, but <laughs> he's really tricky with it. He knows how to move the ball around, yeah. so you know. But now I'm, I told him I'm gonna keep getting him. Yeah, so like as far as practices go, how different are they now compared to last year? Where there's a few more bodies in the front court for you guys now. Before it was basically you and Derek. Yeah. Uh, and now you got a few more guys. You got Ole, you got Wilhelm. Uh, you know, I'm sure Lat's in there a little bit, but uh, just down the line, it seems like there's just a little bit more competition there. Has, has that kind of, how, how has that impacted you uh, and, and just practices for you, just having more more big guys along there with you in the paint? Um, I feel like it, it wakes me up a lot more compared to last year because, you know, now I know there's, People that if I don't perform or if I let off the gas or if I just chill for a second, I know people are gonna be trying to come and get me. So, you know, it just keeps keeps pressure on me. It makes me want to come to practice every day and compete. I know that rebounding was, I mean, obviously with just the the lack of height you guys had last year yeah. was, was tough, especially in the Big Ten. Well, now that you have a little bit more front court depth, uh, what what types of th- improvements should fans expect on the rebounding front from you guys and i know it's not just the the the, the post players but it's it's everybody but has, has that been an emphasis for you guys this year to, to improve yeah, that, that element yeah it has you know coach coach tells us every pretty much every practice about our rebounding how, how we have to get better and I, th- I feel like that's one place where i can improve a lot so that's why i take those even as just rebounding drills like people might not take it seriously i take mm-hmm. those seriously that's why I talk trash on them too. Cause I feel yeah. like I gotta do that. It's kind of like a mentality yeah. to be a good rebounder, right? Like it's yeah. not just being big and strong and tall. Yeah. Like you got to know how to play the ball off the rim, and you got to position yourself as the shots going up. I mean, is that stuff that you've kind of studied a little bit more, or or maybe put more work into to uh, anticipate things a little bit more and and have more of a, a rebounder mentality than maybe before? Yeah. Um, so one of my old AAU coaches. Um, 
he used to tell me I should be like Dennis Rubman. So that's kind of like someone who I who I look to about rebounding. Um, I was watching The Last Dance too, and you know he oh, yeah. he said he used to watch film and like so he could see which where um, exactly. certain people shoot, like where the ball comes off. So sometimes I do that, um, just trying to read where I think the ball is gonna come off. And then I'm pretty good at getting positioning to be able to uh, get by someone trying to box me out. So I think, yeah, just the main thing was just trying to figure out where the ball is going to go and where I should position myself. Um, Another thing, just to credit Ed, um, <laughs> I mean, he's a worker, um, mm-hmm. just like everybody on mm-hmm. this team. Um, that's why I feel like we're going to be successful. Everyone's trying to outwork each other. Yeah, um, but appreciate I mean, it. Ed... I mean, every, everyone knows their role at the same time. So they work on their stuff outside just to build their game. But at the end of the day, um, especially probably like the past month, um, Ed just been trying to get healthy. But when he got back, um, his main thing was just trying to figure out his role to help this mm-hmm. team. So um, just being super unselfish. And um, I think this, this team is full of um, unselfish players. All right, guys, let's pick this conversation back up. We're going to have Eduardo in for one more segment, maybe some mailbag questions and some more fun. You're listening here to Off Court with Trey and Bryce McGowns. You're a podcast listener, and this is a podcast ad. Reach great listeners like yourself with podcast advertising from Lips and Ads. Choose from hundreds of top podcasts offering host endorsements, or run a reproduced ad like this one across thousands of shows to reach your target audience with Lips and Ads. Go to lipsandads.com now. That's L I B S Y N ads.com. You're listening to Off Court with the McGowans, brought to you by Tavern 180 and Tanner's Bar and Grill in Lincoln. Final segment here of the program. It's been a great edition of Off Court here. Sean Callahan, Robin Washett, Trey and Bryce McGowans, you heard were brought to you by Tanner's Bar and Grill in Lincoln, as well as Tavern 180. So make sure you stop in both places here over the weekend, get all the football action. They've got specials every day during the football games on Thursday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, 30th and Yankee Hill, and go next door to Tavern 180. Great steaks, USDA prime ribeye, hanging tenderloin Wagyu steaks on the menu. Uh, Check out um, Tavern 180. But this segment of the program brought to you by one of our other proud sponsors of the program, Lazari's Pizza, your New York-style pizzeria located on 48th and Old Cheney. Seth and Greg, uh, proud supporters of the program, have been a big part of UNL Athletics um, in the Lincoln dining scene for many, many years. Go in there. Great lunch specials at Lazari's Pizza. Um, great delivery around the city. Robin, get that's his go-to delivery at all times um, is Lazari's Pizza. So uh, check them out as well on 48th and Old Cheney Road. But let's get back into it with Eduardo Andre. I know, Robin, you've got a very pressing question about the photo day picture with Eduardo Andre. Yeah, well, having you here, at least we can confirm that you did not leave the program yeah, yeah, because that was the, a, a brief scare for the fan base when you were not at fan day. But can you can, can you just uh, talk people off the ledge that you are yeah. still no, with I'm, the Huskers? I'm, I'm, still with, I'm still with the Huskers, man. <laughs> I was just, I was just sick. I so was just sick. Have they, have you done the Photoshop yet? Like, did you, did you do your your team picture pose? And have they, have they adjusted the official team picture to Photoshop you into there? I haven't done it yet, but I should be doing it pretty soon. But yeah. Well, I know that they were trying to clear out enough space between uh, Derek and Oleg, uh-huh. and they kept telling Derek to scooch over, scooch over. And he was like, come on, man, Ed's not that big. <laughs> <laughs> but so hopefully they left you enough space. But, uh, yeah, so uh, I guess obviously 
this event here, um, uh, there's been a lot of opportunity to just kind of introduce yourself to the fans for the first time. These guys have put a lot of thought into different things they want to do, uh, as far as like picking their song for the mm-hmm. intro song and, um, you know, all that stuff, like what, what they're going to wear to it. Have you got all that figured out, uh, as far as what song you're going to walk out to and if you're going to have any, any additional accessories on while you're out there? Uh, so with my song, I changed it like ten times. Mm-hmm. Um, I I wanted to go with something from back home, and then I was like, Nah, let me change the something everybody knows. And then eventually, got to a point where it was too late for me to change it to anything I wanted. So I'm kind of stuck with a song that <laughs> I don't know. But we, we'll, see, we'll see on that day. Did you do a Brit- Britain song? I, no. That was my that was my first one, Britain. and then I changed it. I was like, and I changed it to another British song. Spice Girls. Nah, Come I was going to do Ed Sheeran. Nah, I'm joking. Yeah, um, yeah, so I kept changing it, and then I changed it to an American song, and then I wanted to change it back, and then the coach told me, nah, you can't Should've change it. Should have did 21. 20, oh, 21 Savage. Ooh, I know the song, but I can't say it on air. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 20, yeah, 21 from, he from, where he from, South he, London? He said, yeah. be talking that UK, like I yeah. got AKs. Oh, yeah, yes, yeah. you should have did. Yeah, Ooh, we tell him to change it. We, no, we can't. We can't. We can't. We can't talk about that here. <laughs> All right, Brad and Trey, are you guys? Do you want to reveal your songs, or do you want to save Too them? King's back. That's how. That's how. Just how it's gonna start. PBA. Okay. First time in okay. there. Yeah. I should have done freshman First. of the year. Ooh. Forty-two, dog. Yeah. Should have done that, but it's not too late, no. I'm nah. Nah, I tried to change it the other day. They weren't, oh, they weren't going for you, it. You could make him change. You could make him yeah. change. Yeah. All right, so this is a little change of direction here, but we were talking off air about this uh, news recently. Uh, Amoni Bates, who is one of the most high-profile recruits in the 2022 class, just signed a deal with Rock Nation, uh, the the sports agency, and making a huge bunch of money. Uh, Earlier this month, uh, Tyler Smith, 16-year-old, just signed with uh, Overtime Elite, going to make $100,000, forfeited his last two years of high school and his entire college eligibility for $100,000 a year to do that, to play at Overtime Elite. So which basically my, like my he, guy played one of my uh, close friends play for Overtime Elite. So that when did that become available? I mean, when did that start? I, I think it started like that, he, I think it started like <laughs> a year ago. Okay. A year before that. I know just 100000 Yeah, he crazy. So our, our homeboy, he got um, 900000 Yeah, so I think that's probably like the base because I'm just reading the story here. It says each overtime elite player will earn $100,000 a year, train year-round at state-of-the-art facilities, take classes on financial literacy, social activism, and be coached by Kevin Ollie, the former UConn uh, national championship coach. But I mean, I just want to know that's – I mean, obviously this is a whole new world mm. of basketball to where mm-hmm. kids aren't even just skipping college. You're skipping high school to go play in this basically basketball factory. Yeah. I mean, was that ever on any of your guys' radar to play in something like that? I mean, <laughs> Bryce, you're shaking your head, but uh, I mean, what were your thoughts or would be your thoughts if, if that opportunity was, and if it was presented, you know, feel free to share, but I mean, just, just. You that, wanted to come play with me. Yeah. See, I, was, I was never good enough to get any of those. Yeah. Yeah. That's most I mean, I was good enough, but you know. Nationally, I wasn't. What Trey said. Yeah. What would be the dollar number to even get you guys to say, you know what, I'm not going to go to 
Big Ten school or ACC school. I'm going to take the, the the money and and do something like that. Is there a dollar like figure? like in high school? Yeah, to do like this overtime. Elite like what thing. is there? A, I mean, everyone's got a number. If someone's like, I'll give you this to give up that. Like, is there a number a guy even would consider? I feel uh, like it have to be like a like silly other things to um like play a part of it. But like right. I I definitely like all um, the things that he um brought up um like the financial literacy. I feel like that, that's big, especially being that young. Yeah, uh, knowing it's, how to it's basically just like a training ground to produce NBA players. Yeah. It gets you ready to be in the league, not only as a, a player, but to handle your money mm-hmm. and like know how to be a millionaire. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, I mean, I, I guess there's value with that, mm-hmm. yeah. but that just seems crazy. 16 no, years old, and yeah. you're, you're skipping out on high school basketball. Yeah, that's that's a big thing, as you said, because like, it's like high school basketball, like, um, like a lot of them, they're still getting their high school diploma, uh-huh. and then um, in some of their contracts, I think they worked it out to where if they end up want, wanting to go back to college, then it'll be taken care of. I don't think I could uh the overtime thing. Nah, I understand nah, the G League yeah, stuff. G-League, yeah, I, 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 I could yeah, do the G. I could do the G League, but I couldn't overtime. do the overtime. I don't know about that. Just cause the competition. I don't know about the competition. Right, That's you gotta wonder who they're playing. I mean, yeah. they're you just playing against overtime? yourself. Yeah, yeah they playing against each other. They like the people who are going. They're getting like. They're separating teams of the players. Yeah, it's like getting paid to play high school. Like it's yeah, it's not the same. I don't th- I don't feel like the atmosphere and like no, everything is the same. It's like Sycamore Academy. Like won't, <laughs> yeah, it's like <laughs> playing at Bishop Sycamore. Well. Shout out to Bishop Sycamore. Bishop Sycamore. I, nearly, I nearly transferred there. But they're trying to play high school teams. <laughs> you nearly transferred yeah. to Bishop yeah. Sycamore. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's the, he was actually on a visit when he missed photos. Yeah. I mean, is there a guarantee that that money's going to come through? I no, I don't think there is. It just seems like a flimsy plan. Like who the hell's paying the money? But, uh, I think. Carmelo Anthony. Yeah, they got uh, Katie. Like yeah. they, they have sponsors. So there's legit backing. Yeah, here. yeah. But I think someone someone says something to me, like you have to like do a um you have to like uh, Yeah, like it's not just get, get Yeah, it's not guaranteed. Like you have to reach certain requirements and stuff. You have mm. to do certain things to Incentivized. get advised. Yeah. So I mean like internationally though, that's kind of common. I mean you Guys, literally, like they go to high school at basketball academies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we, yeah, you got like Real Madrid, Barcelona, Bayern Munich, and stuff like that. You still go to college, but yeah. but with that, you actually like that's that that money's guaranteed though. How much money are you getting at like Real Madrid or somewhere like that? I wouldn't know. I wouldn't know. Yeah, I well, know. And, it, and with that, like like Trey said, I mean, it's not like you're forfeiting your NCAA eligibility. Yeah. I mean, basically, like that, you're replacing high school with that. In mm-hmm. order to get a scholarship and go play probably in, in the United States or maybe just jump straight to a pro yeah. league. I'll yeah. probably try G League um, for sure. But, like, I mean, coming out of high school. But, I mean, but like, I mean, G League, how they had it set up, they had, like, NBA vets who played. Yeah, I understand the, the G League. league. I, like, I don't understand. Oh, watching over, really teaching um, the players, like, the high players coming from high school, really how to be pros um, rather than, I mean, I don't know this. I think, oh, yeah, I think that overtime stuff is just too TV and, mm-hmm. yeah, I don't think it's real. Bishop Sycamore. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know about that. Yeah. I hope, I hope everybody. Yeah, I hope they. It, um, yeah, there's 23 players, and they're, like, elite-level players. And Oni Bates was committed to Michigan, or Michigan State, sorry, and then uh, decommitted, uh, and is now skipping college altogether. So, I mean, it's changing the landscape a little bit. He ain't going bit. to Memphis no more? Yeah, he ain't in Memphis. Him, him oh, he yeah, in Memphis? The number one and number two players in the 2022 class reclassed up to 21, and they both at Memphis. Doesn't Memphis have there a bunch go. of NIL money from the owner of FedEx? Because he, yeah. FedEx is headquartered yeah. there, and NCAA was trying to kind of crack down on 
on that because he was giving these guys like FedEx NIL deals. <laughs> there you go. Ship hey, FedEx. <laughs> Here's a million dollars. <laughs> hey, I do love FedEx, though. Yeah, absolutely. It's Thank expensive. <laughs> hey, man, it don't matter, man. Shout Rock out Nation. FedEx. Shout yeah, Rock Nation. That's Jalen Duran just signed with uh, Major. Yeah. Oh, right Shout out to Jay-Z, man. Hey, tell Jay-Z I need to deal, too. Yeah. Are you guys? I mean, I'm going to ask Ed. You get a million dollars in college with you. What are you doing? A million dollars. Clearly, um, open up, up some slim chickens. <laughs> nah, definitely making investments. I'm, nah, I'm, sure. I ain't gonna lie. I'm flipping that. Like, I like crypto right now. I like stocks and stuff. I ain't putting it all. Yeah, but yeah I want to put all of it. I probably put it. Uh, what, put like, what's half. your crypto? Like, what, what do you like? Uh, I put like ten percent. I like XRP, um, Ethereum, and Bitcoin. Yeah. I like just the basics. I don't really, I don't really know too much about the other ones. You the I, Doge? Nah, I don't. Really, <laughs> I don't really like. Um, if I don't really understand the concept behind something, I don't really like investing into it. Like Bitcoin, I understand the concept. Ethereum, I understand it. And XRP, that's why the, the probably the three um, cryptos I like right now. There if y'all go. don't know, Eduardo's going to be rich. Absolutely. This is a businessman. I'm telling you, this guy. After the games, like on bus, locker room, after practice, he, he, he's looking at Oh, yeah, I'd be, 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 be doing a little Forex trading every day. Yeah. You read the Wall Street Journal? No, I don't read the Wall Street Journal. Need to. Need to. I've I've seen a couple of stuff. He he, on, he go with um like charts and stuff. Yeah, like I like so he, he, crypto he, he really charts and stuff. Yeah. Do you give advice? I mean, are you like kind of the the, the crypto? No, no, uh, he, he did because I was I was um. Do you get yeah, into it? And he, I was, he was like, when it drops here, get into it. And then like two hours later, he was like, "See, you would have made this much." <laughs> I think I was trading gold that day. Yeah, trading gold. Yeah, I was trading gold that day. So that's yeah. awesome. I've lost a lot. I've lost some money though too. So I need to get some advice from you. Yeah, but I've also made a lot of money. But yeah, you only like Apple stock or Amazon stock or um, with stuff like that. I don't really like that. I really, um, I like the um, S and P five hundred and and stuff like that. I like that. Um, unless I really do a lot of research behind the company, yeah. I don't really buy stocks behind it. I have money in uh, Coinbase right now. Um, and Verizon, and um, I think I have a real estate um, stock right now too. Yeah, I have money and money everywhere. Yeah. Wow, this has been a really, really interesting interview. We got to have Eduardo have his own like financial hour. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah we could do a segment. Just yeah, saying. I like. Yeah, I'm I'm kind of into finance and stuff like that. I need to have one of the Northwestern Mutual guys I know of sponsor Eduardo, and ha- oh, we can't do nil. Oh yeah, because you're an international. Nah, we going we we can figure it out, we'll man. Figure it out. We yeah. can figure there are ways. There are ways. Yeah. Well, guys, this has been a great show. One of the more unique shows. We've talked <laughs> chicken. We've talked to Coach McGowns, and this we've talked. Been one of my favorite shows. I think this seriously. We were, we were might, just like talking, no questions. Yeah. yeah. Chopping it up. You got your hair done. Yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah, yeah let alone we hey. just had <laughs> <laughs> a hair appointment on air. That was shout, perfect. Hey, hey, shout out to uh, Tay and Michelle for for the hair. Absolutely. Head. And, and looking at Trey, looks it looks good, man. Not bad, man. They Not did bad. you right. Yeah. All right. Not Final bad. message, guys, to the fans that will be in yeah. Pinnacle Bank Arena Friday, Friday night. Hey, turn up, man. Sorry, <laughs> Turn up, turn up. I want to hear a whole lot of noise, a whole lot of noise. Yeah, man, it should be fun. So, yeah, gates open at 6.30. The event starts at 7.30. And if you're staying for the concert, tentatively 9.30 p.m. is when G. Yerbo's going on. <laughs> we'll see. Tentative. Thanks for listening to Off Court with the McGowans, powered by Husker Online. Join us for another show next week, brought to you by Tavern 180 and Tanner's Bar and Grill in Lincoln. Give me some